You're listening to the Hamilton Today podcast from 900 CHML. Real damage to the Jewish community, real damage to the war effort in Ukraine, and real damage to Canada's reputation. Now, finally, after three days, the Prime Minister has finally said something, but he's got to take action. What is he going to do in concrete terms to clean up this mess? Many asking the NDP leader the same question. Uh, This, of course, following the uh, apology in the House today, the Prime Minister finally making an appearance. Um, What does this mean moving forward? And uh, what does the Prime Minister need to do do moving forward, especially when our reputation around the world uh, certainly has been tarnished? Let's bring in Arl Brown, Professor International Relations, senior member of the Monk School of Global Affairs, University of Toronto, and here now. Arl, thank you for the time. Hope you're doing well. Thank you. How is this being viewed around the world, Arl? And let's start with, uh, say, Russia, China, India, our adversaries. I think uh, you are quite right. Our reputation internationally has been badly tarnished. When I first heard about this, I was absolutely dumbfounded. I did not know what part of Waffen SS did our speaker in Parliament at the time, Anthony Rota, did not understand. This is uh, uh, a division that was commanded by the SS. It had been accused of crimes not only against Jews, but also Poles and Slovaks. And by honoring a member of this division, uh, calling him both a Ukrainian and a Canadian hero, uh, the speaker not only compromised Canada, but he also endangered, endangered Ukraine. And so we now have the spokesman from the Kremlin, Dmitry Peskov, saying that the Canadian parliament needed to condemn Nazism, as if we have not really uh, not done that already multiple times, but Canada was one of the first countries in the world to actually take up arms against Nazism, while the Soviet Union, of which Russia formed the core, had reached to the Molotov-Ribbentrop Pact, an agreement with Nazism to carve up Poland. So this is quite disingenuous, but it is a gift to Russia. And so we have a situation now with the Polish education minister said yesterday that uh, Poland is taking steps to start the extradition of Mr. Yaroslav Hunka. Mm. The, the Russians have called for this extradition in other parts of the world as well. Just the very discussion of Canada honoring someone who had been in an SS-commanded division is doing us a lot of damage. Your thoughts on how this happened, Arl? Is this just a rogue speaker who is freelancing, or is this a lack of checks and balances? Because, again, to me, this isn't like an everyday occurrence or an everyday situation at the House of Commons where the kids are coming in and watching the gallery and all that. I mean, this was a very, very special event, a very sensitive event. Um, Is this all a rogue speaker, or should we not have been prepared for this? Well, of course, this begs the question in turn, how could we have a rogue speaker? <laughs> yeah. This is not just a case of someone walking into parliament and then volunteering to be speaker. He was carefully selected by this government. So uh, just disowning him at this moment uh, may not be enough because there had been that process of choosing 
the speaker and supporting that speaker. And the speaker doesn't just uh, uh, function by uh, himself. Uh, a speaker has staff, and that staff is meant to do research. So somehow, if uh, uh, the speaker, Anthony Rota, did not go to school, but I believe he even went to university, and he had never heard of the atrocities committed by, by the Nazis, surely his staff should have done the work. And uh, the government itself cannot that easily distance itself from someone whom they had selected and supported now for uh, a number of years as uh, a speaker. The damage um, is is way beyond uh, what we saw initially. So when Mr. Rota apologized to the Jewish community, this was uh, uh, even when... Uh, 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 somewhat bizarre because it made it sound as if this was only a Jewish problem, whereas the, and of course it was a Jewish problem, what mm. the Nazis had uh, done, but it was also a crime against humanity. Uh, the uh, SS committed crimes against humanity throughout the war, and uh, this is an offense against all decent people uh, around around the world. And that's how this has to be viewed. That this is of significant magnitude, and it is just to me again incomprehensible how the speaker could have said those words. Uh, how someone uh, who seemed that ignorant or that unwilling to even explore the most basic facts that a high school graduate should understand about the SS could commit uh, this kind of uh, 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 you know, mistake uh, is is uh, just uh, something that uh, is is beyond uh, uh, the imagination of, of most of us. And so, I think there's a good deal of work to be done uh, to try to remedy this. And uh, the Russians are making the most of this. This is terrible for Ukraine. It is bad for Canada. Uh, there is no silver lining in this. And um, uh, the government, uh, I think, has to uh, do more than just get rid of the speaker uh, or just just apologize. There have to be steps taken to ensure that this can never happen again. And uh, there may be others in government that also need to be held accountable. Uh, obviously, before this issue, just a few days ago, we were talking about India and in the collision course that Canada was on with them, uh, all kinds of propaganda coming out of India, including asking for the prime minister to step aside. Do we, see, do we need to start having those questions here? Is, uh, in other words, for India, uh, a new prime minister would be a starting point. Is, is that what we need to do here? Look at the curve of the image of Canada. If we just look back uh, a year, Canada uh, was viewed with astonishing respect internationally. Whenever you travel, you will hear in the highest circles that there's criticism of the United States, uh, there's criticism of China, uh, even of Britain and France and Germany. But there's usually very little that is not positive about Canada because we have been viewed as a country that has no colonial past, no colonial baggage, that has repeatedly uh, supplied uh, both lives and treasure to safeguard the freedom of others. 
where we have been supporting uh, the developing uh, world, where we have contributed to fighting climate change, where we have, uh, in every possible way, tried to help Ukraine. And now we are in a situation where we have a huge dispute with India, where we have uh, compromised ourselves and endangered Ukraine. And so one cannot help but wonder what has happened to the diplomatic skills of this government, to the due diligence that they need to do at every level. It is almost as if uh, uh, they are just uh, turning from uh, a professional government to one that is just unable to effectively deal with issues that can have very long-term uh, effect and damaging effect to Canada. Arl Brown with us, Professor of International Relations and Senior Member of the Monk School of Global Affairs, University of Toronto. Fascinating times, Arl. Thanks so much for the insight. Much appreciated. Be well. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Hamilton Today podcast. You can listen to the show live weekday afternoons from 3 to 6 on 900 CHML and online at 900CHML.com.